Okay, Larry, it's time for the theme song. If you like to talk to tomatoes, yeah. if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with potatoes, up and down the produce aisle. Have we got a show for you? Broccoli, celery, gotta be veggie tails, llama beans, collard greens. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Where's Pod When I'm Scared, a podcast where everyone's looking for their hairbrush. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by my friend Luke. Hello. And I'm joined. We're joined by a guest, Sean. Hello. How you doing, Sean? Not great. Kind of sick. We're oh. both kind of sick, as it happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they say vitamin C is great for being sick. And I'm not going to eat the peach. You can't. I'm not going to. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, what's better for being sick than a nice healthy dose of fruits and vegetables? And, uh, you know, Bible study. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's going to be like when I was sick on vacation. Yeah. And my grandma put holy water on me. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. All right. I mean, did that work? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, that's fair. I don't know if flu goes under, like, the influence of demons and Satan. Yeah, I mean, Jesus does tell people to go out and heal the sick a whole lot, but, like, you know, I don't think... I, you know, yeah. I don't think sneezing a lot is really maybe under that purview. And more importantly, I just don't know how, how much uh, holy water is really going to, you know. He doesn't say not go not to go to medical school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is the third episode of Worst Pod Where I'm Scared. And uh, as we have a guest, it's time to ask, hey, Sean, what's your relationship with God? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's blunt i mean i knew it was coming but yeah i mean yeah fuck it let's get into it um what's your deal man religiously (laughs) big questions um Uh uh-huh yep i mm, like so like growing up as a kid and i I got i like talked about some of this in like the discord which is nice because it let me like get my thoughts more in line sure i just i it never none of it ever really clicked like, sure. like the, like at some point there was some lesson on how we should treat non-believers, and it was at that point that I was like, "Wait, I'm supposed to, like, wait, wait, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't understand." I mean, now I, I mean, do you remember what the lesson was? Like, what, how, how you were supposed to treat non-believers? I super don't. Okay. I, it was like just, my mom taught Sunday school, so it was something I went to yeah. every week um, for most of my um, young life. But it's, I just I never like it never. Wow, these thoughts were a lot better when I wrote them down. Um, sure, no, I get you. It's it's not not as extreme as Ashley's example, but like yeah, I definitely like was like yeah, no, Santa's real. He brings me presents. I'm right, eight, right. but. But, like, there was just never... There there was a significant few years period where I believed in Santa but not God. Like, oh. Sure, sure. I'm sure there's plenty of kids where that applies. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 
In fact, like that's almost makes more sense. Like I remember my parents having to like do some loops to connect God to Santa. Like, oh no, Santa, Santa like works for God. Don't worry about it. Listen, do you want a PlayStation this year or not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like, to to me the like Bible stories were always just like, like they were. They were on par with the episodes of Power Rangers where there was a moral at the end. And right, Power right. Rangers once had big robots. That is true. So, There's not yeah. that many big robots in the Old Testament. But yeah. And like, um, there are kaiju, but they don't show up that often. Yeah. And they don't like usually fight or anything. They usually just kind of talk about the ocean. them. Yeah, yeah. God usually just kind of says that he wrestles alligators to yell at Job. That kind of um, thing. Yeah, I don't. I, I this is, uh, I don't know much about how my like extended fa- like things I know. My mom's a Sunday school teacher. Do I know if she's religious? No, I don't. I never asked. Sure. We don't do that in the Riley household. <laughs> I mean, I would guess if she's going deep enough to be a teacher, then probably. Probably, probably yes. That seems like a weird thing to volunteer your time for. Otherwise, see the thing. The thing. I don't know if this is just my household. We don't ask nobody about nothing. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I know my dad graduated from Bishop Stang High School, and that's a Catholic high school. I also know he set foot in the Protestant church that Mom brought us to on maybe three occasions. Sure. Um, He lived every Sunday of his adult life, um, or at least... He lived every Sunday of my childhood life, like Homer in uh, Homer the Heretic, except okay. we don't live in a TV sitcom universe, so his Sunday's just completely fucking whipped. <laughs> like, he got sure. to blast music real loud, and loud enough to go over the vacuum cleaner that he did on Sunday mornings. It was great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't... I just... I Whatever... Whatever compels a lot of people to be religious, I just do, did not happen with me. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's all fair. I really got. Um, and uh, I remember first episode, <laughs> Ashley mentioned um, when you get online, you start finding out about all these really shitty people um, yeah. who looked like are real, like, uh, oh, you and your religion. Oh, right, yeah. Hey, guess what high school Sean was like? Oh, hell yeah, dude. We're not on speaking terms. Sean, how how much did you post online about the flying spaghetti monster? Oh, fuck. God, I'm glad you brought that up because I did, is the thing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know you. (laughs) I've blotted out fucking age 12 to 17. How, how much did you talk about the celestial teapot? Listen, I do like that that's in Universe Simulator. It's kind of a fun joke, but... What's the other one? The Oh, the invisible pink unicorn. That's the other big one. See, the the, the, the teapot feels less mean. The teapot... Well, okay. Yes, it, it, I agree with you. It's less mean than the other ones. It is still like, you know... I'm pointing out how dumb you are by like, well, what if it was a silly thing I believed in, you know? But I yeah, absolutely yes I to all like of those things because I was awful. <laughs> uh-huh. I I feel like like mili- like really bad militant atheists are in similar ways to like transphobes that they got like two jokes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> like b- basically, basically, as I got towards the end of high school, it was just like hey, maybe 
maybe just don't be a douche all the time, Sean. Right, uh-huh, yeah. And that, that is where I am now. I'm like... That's, yeah. Like, no, I don't believe you, but also, like, I'm not gonna fucking harp on this. Who cares? Who gives right. a shit? Exactly. I, th- I posted this in the uh, the Discord thread as well. Mm. My My stance is definitely, I don't believe in God. Okay, um, that's fair. However, if I were, if I were offered concrete proof, right. I definitely would because sure. why not? I've been offered proof. Right. Corollary: right. I definitely do not believe there will ever be concrete proof. That is that, a reasonable position. Hey, guess what? I also don't believe there will ever be concrete proof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there are things that have happened in my life that I take as proof, but they're the kind of religious person proof where they really only work as proof if you already basically already believed in it that fucking there's a pete holmes bit with an otter saving someone and that's all i can think it's like that odd like two sides of the coin oh god sent an otter to save someone right and other side is like that otter probably thought he was a mollusk he ate a baby later that day right exactly but that's my that's my history i was remarkably shitty in high school, and I'm hopefully not shitty now. Uh, so what's your <laughs> veggie tales? Shot <laughs> <laughs> go as Luke goes like, eh, yeah, just keep trying, bud. Yeah, we'll, we'll be the judge of that, but, you know, we'll see, I guess. You're on thin ice. <laughs> Am I? Okay. No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> You're um, good. <laughs> with, with veggie tales, like, I mean, my mom taught Sunday school. I we had access to five VHS tapes, which I watched dozens of times. Right, right. Spanning from the first episode to like one made in 1999, um, okay. and nothing after that. I was very surprised it kept going into the 2010s. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised too to learn just how many they made a Lord of the Rings parody episode at one point. Oh god, like that would have been like 2001, right? Somewhere in there. Yeah, Lord of the Beans. We'll get to it someday. <laughs> someday. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, other, other <laughs> highlights from my... Uh, the, the one thing I can think of is, like, like I did do confirmation, which apparently sure. works differently depending on what denomination you are. Yeah, definitely. Like, I've never done that. That yeah. just wasn't a thing in my church. And my boyfriend, Mark, told me that he did his when he was, like, 16, 17. Yeah. Me, it was definitely, like, 13, 14. Yeah, um, I, think, I think part of it depends on how quickly you go through those classes. Like I said, I haven't actually done it, so I don't know exactly. Yeah, um, I do remember the guy who gave me the classes um, was a 60s or 70s year old man who did decide to have an argument with a 12 year old about evolution. So that's yeah, mm. yeah, mm. that's fun. We uh, my girlfriend in high school, her dad went to our church or like their family did, uh, which is how I knew her because she went to a different school. Um but uh, their family was, like, very, like, yeah, no, evolution's real. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're religious, but, like, come on. Come on now. Uh, and there was just a lot of fun arguments about that. About, oh, actually, well, here's this handout we're being given in Sunday school about all the reasons evolution's a lie. And then my girlfriend, I don't even think she was my girlfriend yet, just, like, having to heave a sigh and explain why all of these are bullshit. <laughs> Fun times, fun memories. Act like yeah. they would be villain in a Christian movie. Yeah, God. it feels like, and this is probably more about 
my the spheres I like travel in now more than an actual change. It feels like they've kind of conceded that fight in popular culture. Like obviously the Creation Museum still out there. There are still young Earth creationists. It just doesn't seem like but, there's as but much. But now they're the weirdos. It doesn't seem like there's as much militancy about that particular stance these days. Yeah, and like I've seen a lot of people like. Uh, my grandparents are still very into it, but, like, younger people, it's more like, well, like, there's nothing to say that God couldn't have done that. Exactly. Like, listen, the whole creation story is clearly allegorical. Like, relax. I, I think just for a lot of people, like, if you go, like, well, if the, al- if the you know, creation allegory is is allegorical, yeah, then, like, where does it stop? And I think that is... Like, even as someone who is not believing, so maybe this is just me right. looking on from the outside, I feel like you could still totally believe in certain elements of it. Yeah, well, and also, where does it stop? Well, the answer is, it doesn't stop, and yeah, you're right, you have to think critically about the whole thing, and I'm sorry if that's inconvenient for you, but that's, you have to. Like, you don't, uh that annoys me. Also, uh, I need to find this real quick, because... The thing about the creation story is that the first chapter of Genesis has one creation story, the second chapter has a second one, and they contradict each other. So, right out of the gate, you don't get to just take it literally, because it's impossible to. It's like the order that things get made in is slightly different in both. So, like, if you're taking it literally, what does that even mean? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, because in the, the, like, classic version, it's like, oh, he made, you know, the ocean, he made... I don't know, the fish, I don't remember the exact order, but, it, you know, man is the last thing he makes. Uh, but then in the story where he's making Adam, it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Genesis 2-5. Uh, no shrub had yet appeared on the earth and no plant had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth yet. Uh, but, yeah, then Lord, then the Lord God formed a man from dust. So, like, right away, the order's different. You can't. You Honestly, I feel like literally. a lot of stuff. I feel like a lot of stuff could have been avoided if uh, he'd done it in the reverse order the second time, mm-hmm. uh, so that he'd just have a bunch of animal friends to play with. Right, right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. The only other, the only other thing I have is like, uh, I I had disinterest to the point where it was not until my like very Irish Catholic history teacher in high school asked uh. me like. Oh, what did, what denomination did you come up? Am I, I like I'm like ninety five percent sure it's Protestant. I don't. I'm <laughs> gonna have to get back to you on that one. I don't. Yeah, yeah. And it was not until a couple of weeks ago when I did a little Wikipedia search. It's like, oh, Congregational is a domina- denomination, huh? How about that? Huh. I thought that yeah. was just the name of the church. Huh. Right. Yeah. There's there's so many denominations. Apparently, yeah, congregational I, is like a very like New England style. Like, I gotcha. I I still have trouble getting like what? Wait, what denomination was I? I, think I was like, baptized. Sure. Does that mean I'm Baptist? I'm pretty sure that's what that means. No, they they I all. Know. They I know. I know. Baptism. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It'd be weird if that meant anything else. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> it would be. Um, yeah, because we flipped between, like, we mostly went to Baptist churches, but we kind of considered ourselves non-denominational because, like, listen, 
we care about the Jesus part, and, like, we all agree on that, and we don't really care about, like, whatever nitpicky reasons that you're a distinguished denomination, you know what I mean? And that sounds more dismissive than I mean it to be, because there are actual differences between many of them that are important. Um, Some are more accepting of queer people than others, you know, that's a big deal. Uh, yeah, I think there's like but... some sort of controversy be- uh, at one point because we got a new pastor who's gay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently Congregational is like a more liberal one. I gotcha. Like one of the more liberal ones. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's complicated. Everything about religion is complicated. <laughs> And that's why we decided to make a podcast about cartoons. <laughs> that's why we're that's why we're doing it with a baby show. Don't worry, we'll have this solved by the end. Uh-huh. We'll yeah. work this one out. Who needs a, an expensive fancy pants seminary degree when you can just listen to this podcast <laughs> by three idiots? Well, two idiots and one honorary idiot and a rotating a rotating cabal of idiots. Some, hey, who knows? Sometimes maybe the guest won't be an idiot. That'd be fun. <laughs> I I feel like we could do it, but we might bring them down. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about the third Veggie Tale? Yes. yes. All right. This the, is the an aforementioned one yeah. that I'm very familiar with. I forgot the actual title of it. It's, are, are you, you my, my neighbor? neighbor? Are you my neighbor? These are all questions. <laughs> I think we've had three questions so far. Oh yeah, where's God when I'm scared? Are you my neighbor? And God, God on- yeah, wants you're right. Me to they're forgive all them. They're all questions so far. Yeah. All right. We open on the kitchen counter. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I have, mm, just realized the issue that I, mm, I didn't even think about the problem that I'm identifying now. Mm-hmm. When this I watched very it. small shoe. It's the, there, Larry's got a shoe on his head. And you're right that it's a very small shoe, because it's cucumber-sized. But, mm, it's big enough to fit on his head, though. Could it be a toddler shoe? Um, For sale, cucumber shoe, never worn. (laughs) (laughs) I, I could buy that it's a toddler shoe, other than the fact that it's, like, a work boot. Yeah, this is for a bricklayer. <laughs> yeah, this is for a toddler, like, coal miner. This is for a working baby. <laughs> this baby's contracted rainbow lollipop lung. I mean, if, <laughs> maybe we, uh, maybe this gives us a clue about the greater world of VeggieTales. This is a world that has not yet abolished infant labor. <laughs> not just child labor. No. They still have that, but infinitely. No, more. weirdly, they don't have that. <laughs> yeah. Once you turn three, you get a few years off. Yeah. But uh, Larry doesn't know why he has this shoe on his head. You just Bob just told me to put a shoe on my head before we started filming, and yeah. I do what Bob says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Bob explains that it's important because it relates to the story he's about to tell the kids, i.e., us. Yeah, and also I do just find it so weird that he's like, we're here to answer questions. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, like, what, yeah. Wait, wh- why? Like, oh, is that the purpose of the show? I mean, that's what it's been so far, right? Because it's been kids, you know, the little girl wrote into him or his friend Marco had a question for him. 
Yeah, his, yeah. his friend... His friend Marco from TV. If you think about it, we talked a lot about how this show has, like, some new grounds energy. Really, it's formatted like a strong bad email. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that sense I just heard. Dear Bob the Tomato, how do you type without how do you type boxing with zero gloves hands? for hands? But, uh, yeah, Bob has a tale to tell us about the... Like, yeah. It just makes me, like, think of, like... Them having an advice podcast. <laughs> quick, w- quick! What's what's a food that sounds like brother? What's right. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to run through <laughs> yeah. in my head. Also, my, uh, yeah, my I, broccoli, I got, my broccoli, and me. There you go. You got it. You got there. Uh, and then like, there the show is still somewhat funny, like funny enough for me to be like, oh, okay, yeah, right. Uh-huh. Where he's like. Well, like, I need to tell, like, a story about, like, loving your neighbor. Larry's like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I have a shoe on my head? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't okay. make much sense, Bob. <laughs> but then they made, like, that spinoff RPG podcast that started really fun. But then, like, Junior Asparagus just started being kind the of obnoxious. Boy. And, you know, they're going for a lot of, like, woke points in a way that feels disingenuous. <laughs> and also, like, you know, really just kind of made the whole thing less enjoyable. Why is every podcast eventually devolve? It's us ducking on them. <laughs> on those three broccolis. <laughs> I like their TV show, though. Yeah, no, that was great. You like when that one broccoli gets a spider on him. <laughs> God. Anyway. Hey, remember when that one broccoli had, like, the rabbit character that he insisted on using the funny, funny name for? Yeah. And then, at some point off-screen... Um, the other Broccolis must have told him, hey, that shit's not funny, please drop the bunny character. We can't keep doing this. We can't. Yeah, there's a little bunny char- character. It was like, yeah, no, this, uh-huh. this yeah. just isn't working. Oh, you must use my whimsical name. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there's butt plug mountains. There are. <laughs> You're not yeah, wrong. that's... <laughs> this I is like all it. very, I like, like it's... it's... Go ahead. Even minus my horrible joke, like I never realized as a kid just how fucked up these mountains were. They're pretty They're just crazy big piles mountains, of yeah. rocks. Yeah, yeah, like it. A lot of people walk into the valley of this, and I feel like that is an impossible task. <laughs> <laughs> they careen down into the valley. Yeah, yeah. This whole thing is like very. They're trying to do Doctor Seuss. Yes. Like this, this whole is thing the is like battle book. Yeah, this whole bit is like narrated in a way that it's uh rhyming. Uh and yeah, like you said, it feels very butter battle book. Yeah, butter battle book it, a way better piece of children's uh media than this. Yeah, I, the, you're this it, does wait, the butter battle I is that from whatever. Is it I I thought I the one I'm thinking of is Fox and Socks. And oh yeah, Beatle, that's a, the, the that's, Beatles in the bottle have a Beetle Bottle water battle. Right. No, the uh, Butter Battle the, book is about a war between two societies. Yeah, one that likes their yeah. toast butter side up, one that likes it butter side down. And it's all an allegory for the Cold War and the foolishness of mutually assured destruction. And it's for, like, four-year-olds. Yeah. It fucking rules. The end of that book is so upsetting because it gets to the point where, like, they just they keep escalating developed- their weapons. And just the last bit is, no, but everything will work out in the end, r- 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 right? And, like, d- does not offer an answer to that. Just at the end. Yeah, uh, like, they both have their, like, version of the nuclear bomb where it's like, hey, if I throw this over the wall, it will kill everyone over there. Yeah. It will destroy everyone. 
And like they don't they're not like, oh, destroy all their bread. It's like, no, it will destroy them. Right. The butter and, shall block out the sun. And they both have it and like the kid character is talking to his dad, who's yeah. like the developer of the weapons, and he's like which one will drop it first? And the dad just goes, I don't know. And that's the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the whole thing it's is, like, like, framed as, like, a dad telling this stuff to his son. But, like, it's an unreliable narrator thing because the dad has, like, a political bias. Yeah. It's a weirdly complex work for something for babies. From the author of Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah, never read that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... Available really anymore. Yeah, weirdly not as popular as the other ones. They did an remember... animated cartoon of it. It's good. Yeah. Uh yeah, but, I... yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's it's always nice to remember like how Dr. Seuss went from like being super fucking racist right. to actually a pretty okay dude. Uh huh, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, this this is definitely. I think you're right that that's probably their big touchstone here because it's two cities that hate each other. I always One, read it as like the tale of two. Fi- Maybe this is exactly what it is. I was like, oh, it's tale of two cities, but Doctor Seuss style. Isn't tale of two cities actually like one city? And the whole point is that like, oh, for the poor it's one city, and for the rich it's another one. Isn't it about like the French Revolution? I have never read Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure because I also haven't read it, but that was my impression of what it was about. Like, I don't know enough about Tale of Two Cities to say <laughs> one way or the other, but I think. Anyhow, yeah, it's two cities that hate each other. Well, I mean, listen, it's the friggin' story of the Good Samaritan from the Bible is what it actually is. Yeah, but they've—I agree—they've dressed it up with a bunch of butter battle book stuff. Uh, one city everyone likes to wear had shoes on their heads. That's the other city Flibbity they Lou. like to wear they like to wear pots, and that's Jibbity Lot. It's yeah. something. It's Flibbity Lou and something Lot. Yeah, I think Jibbity Lot is is correct. Uh, and yeah, I, I like the little bit where like there's a little baby carrot in Jibbity Lot who has like a tea kettle. He's like, mine's more of a tea kettle. <laughs> Weird Good that kid. this is how the carrots were introduced. I remember- yeah. First appearance of a carrot in Veggie Tales. I just remembered them as like like the girl one as Junior Asparagus's friend. Yeah, I think she's kind of the main one that like is actually around much. She's she's paw grape, but for the carrots. Right, exactly. The dad and brother out of here. Yeah. But we do uh, get our our second appearance of paw grape later. We do, yeah. we do. Uh, but. We meet Larry, or this version of Larry, who is a resident of Flibberoloo. Can we mention that they uh, toss pots and pans and shoes at each other? Oh, right, yeah, they're just constantly, yeah, catapulting their headwear of choice at one another in a sign of aggression, because they hate each other. feels like it would be catastrophic for the shoe people. Yeah, it seems like that's an unbalanced fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Uh, Larry walks out with his pet toy lobster yeah yes his wind-up toy lobster yeah i feel like if i got hit in the head with the shoe even if it was launched rather you know with some good heft behind and it and you got like a good steel-toed boot that's gonna hurt real bad yeah it's gonna hurt real bad i feel like a pot yeah could really fuck me up on the other hand though would a pot have more air resistance 
Uh, you know what? That's true. I could see if it was like a saucepan. Yeah. A saucepan would really fuck you up. Yeah, you're know, just a cast iron skillet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We could name pots and pans all day. <laughs> you got a, a saute pan. Casserole dish. It's a casserole dish, and I guess it could kind of be a pot. There's precisely one type of pot and or pan. It's whatever I want to use at the moment. Uh, like a deep fry, deep fryer kind of thing. Anyway, Larry is like, I'm going to head outside, because... Right. He's, I'm going to head outside being... to the horrible desert in which I live. <laughs> he's tired of being cooped up in this city, and he wants to go see the world, which is horrible. Uh, yes. he's, he wants to take his uh, pet toy lobster with him. Yes, his wind-up toy lobster. Yeah. This is painting a very sad picture of Larry. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he heads outside, and like you said, he kind of heads down into this valley between the two towns. And uh, there are the shallots are back. In this version, they are bandits that are waiting to mug people on this road. Yeah. It seems weird, considering it's two towns that hate each other, and there can't be much foot traffic. Yeah, seems like you might want to set up in a better place. I mean, uh, listen, they yeah. got they got their money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In uh, the Bible version, it's a person walking from Jerusalem to Jericho, uh, which was a notoriously dangerous road, both, like, environmentally, like, it's just, like, a precarious road, and there's bandits and shit on it. Uh, they called it the Way of Blood because of how dangerous it was. Yeah, like, Jesus wow. was, like, so, to be clear, this story in the Bible is, like, a story Jesus is telling, which I think is why they felt comfortable taking so much license with it, because it's not like, like, even if you're a hardcore, like, bi- biblical literalist person, like, this is a fictional story in the context of the Bible. Uh... And, like, the no one knows what a Samaritan is anymore, so you kind of have to change it if you want a kid to understand it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, it's like, I wasn't certain, but yeah, wild that, wild that we just have a thing in our vocabulary that is technically, like, referring to a specific, like, I guess, ethnic group of person? Like, a Samaritan? Yeah. yeah. That's just the thing we all know, but, like, we don't have any kind of reference for that. Right. Yeah, I, I remember. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I, I you know, because I did research because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the uh, according to Wikipedia, the Jews and the Samaritans at this time had like a severe degree of hatred for one another. Uh, they had both done like they'd both like desecrated one another's like temples, uh, and like it was very much it like Jesus was picking a type of person that everyone in the audience would be like, oh, what the fuck? That, those people suck. What do you mean he's the only one who helped? Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, I was just thinking, I remember uh, when I was, one of the few times I went to Sunday school, we were talking about, like, AD and, like, someone used the term, like, AD or, like, uh, BC. Uh-huh. And oh, I was like... God. I'm like after dark, hey. what the fuck are you? T- <laughs> and like they were explaining like what oh, it means like you know after the death like after and I was like, wait what like what does that mean for people who don't believe in like who is aren't Christian, right? And they're like, 
What? <laughs> in, my, in my case, that's always just been like, wait a minute, that's like a 35-year gap in the middle during which there was no time, I guess. Well, and that's because I, it doesn't stand for after death. Yeah, that's, I know. That's yeah. why I was... All, yeah. Stands for yeah. Anno Domini. Which is definitely the right way to pronounce it, I'm sure. Sh- I you did that JoJo yeah, you, podcast. You, you, You're the <laughs> expert here. <laughs> that was a flawless ancient Roman accent, I promise. Yeah. Uh, but I was just like, yeah, like, why, like, if someone doesn't believe in God, like, why, it seems kind of weird that we made them... Right. Like, use our, like, version of it to, like, get into- I'm sure they have their own way. And I'm like, do they? And they're like, let's talk about something else. <laughs> well, there's Common Era and before Common Era. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Which, partially, like, on one hand, I get that for the reasons you just said, Ashley. On the other hand, like, it's still marking the same thing. Like, you're still basing it on the same event. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Imperialism, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, we're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these bandits uh, rough up Larry. It's all off-screen, because they can't show veggie violence on this cartoon, of course. Yeah. Uh, well, no, they, do, they do shake him up and down on-screen, at least. They do hold him upside down and shake him until, like, a quarter falls out of him. His milk money. Yeah. Yeah. Which, let's let's start here. Where was he keeping <laughs> that quarter? In his sock. That's true, he did, they do establish he had a sock on his head. But no, they took that off already uh, by this point. Oh, well, see, he just hollowed out a little crevice in his <laughs> cucumber flesh. Oh, no! It was, like, underneath his tongue. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can buy that, I guess. Also, this this is the start of, like, a little running gag in this series, I think it's series-wide, of people calling Larry a pickle. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do that plenty here, at least. Uh... Yeah, so they they get his milk money, which I guess step two that implies what are they milking? <laughs> it's all the donuts. Shit. All right, you know what? You got me. <laughs> also, um, hey, do you remember that picture of the vegetable-sized cow that I uh, showed you? You did on Twitter? send us a picture of a cow scaled to them, and it was just a cow-ass cow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's, your answer, there's your real answer. They're tiny vegetable cows. I sure thought with how, like, you know, they plant the toy lobster. I thought the thing was going to be that the bandits steal his toy lobster. No. Yeah, and you never <laughs> see the toy lobster like again, that. so... It just skitters across the screen while he's trapped in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I'm, like I'm saying, like, it's not like that the toy lobster was integral to him. Right. It was integral to a rhyme that happened earlier. Maybe they thought that would be too sad and the kids would be too upset by that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they shove him into a hole, kind of surrounded by rocks. And which, all, which isn't sad at all. No, no, not at all. This is hilarious. Now, I'm going to ask a question that is possibly going to out me. Okay. Does something about the visual of like Larry's bottom half squirming around in this hole feel uncomfortable to you no nothing like not in any, really. a, any intentional there's something about it that feels like it just feels like a worm coming out like, of the ground hr like giger-esque like it's not sexual but there's some sexual energy to it that i don't like luke you are absolutely alone in this i feel like <laughs> fantastic yeah, you are wonderful you are alone on this one buddy. all right 
now that we've uh, unveiled, unmasked me as a cucumber fetishist, let's move on. <laughs> Weird vegetable pervert. Okay. <laughs> you're, listen, Luke. It's okay. You're just hor- horny for Larry the cucumber. <laughs> It's just that one little tooth he's got sticking out. It's so, so cute. Not helped by the fact that you've called them cumbers on multiple occasions. I call them cukes. How dare you? Oh. I'm also not great. <laughs> yeah, no. I thought when you were describing them as nature's corn dogs, you did definitely say cumber. It's entirely possible I did. I <laughs> normally call them cukes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Luke is the semi and Claire is the cuke. <laughs> oh, I hate! I hate that I got that. I Fuck. hate all of this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's also pronounced like "uk." I don't know. Well, yes. Listen, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, bring me back to my DeviantArt days. Works. Well, I've been owned into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, Archibald comes out, and in the story, he is the mayor of Flibberoo I like that he has a fancy shoe on his head. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not some commoner like Larry. Yeah. Uh, and he sees Larry squirming around, and, uh, like a normal person, has no weird feelings <laughs> about looking at it. Like he's looking at, like, not even like... It's like when you walk in on someone naked, and you feel the need, like, Oh, boy, turn my head, don't, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we're gonna see Larry uh, almost naked later. That's Which true. Which is worse than being naked. Yeah. Um, but he sees the shoe and he's like, "Oh, I'm not racially biased towards this person." Right. He's like, "Oh, oh, okay. No, you're one of us. That's cool." Anyway. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I would help you, but uh, <laughs> and he sings. I, uh, he sings a little ditty. I know I, that I, the Star Trek parody song is like the big song of this episode right i really like busy yeah it's good yeah busy's good this this was definitely another one of those that was like oh shit yes yeah um larry does ask wait is that fucking music wait yeah, yeah wait, here's the music band up. and i do love it just cutting between archibald singing this song and larry just stone-faced in the ground like are you fucking kidding this me sucks. dude like the length of time it's taking you to sing this song is longer than it would take you to pull me out of this damn hole. Yes, I... Like I said, it, it's... This show is, like, reliably kind of funny. Yeah, they they have some comedic chops. Yes. I don't know if it's just, like, my expectations are so low, or... No, I think there's like, legitimately good... There's at least a few legitimately funny jokes in each episode so far. Yeah, and also I think, like you, we've said before, that this, like... Helps shape so much of who we are as comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but as the as Archibald finishes up his song, uh, the asparagus that is normally his wife comes running down, uh, and she's dressed up like a nurse. She has a fancy lady shoe on her head. And it's like, oh, you are also busy. I am busy as well. Let us think <laughs> about how busy we are. Right? Yeah. She's like, oh, everyone, get out of the way. I'm a doctor. I'm very important. And Larry Where are you going? Like, oh, thank God, you're a doctor. I have such a big concussion. Please help. <laughs> There's so much blood in my uh, head right now. Yeah, I... My I xylem and full limit's fucked up like nobody's business. <laughs> I can start to feel the bottom part of my cucumber body losing, like, feeling. Yeah, listen. I think... 
I think I'm pickling in this hole. <laughs> Please help. There's vinegar down a... here. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I might be a pickle suit. Yeah. Uh, uh, they break into like a much more like a disco ball comes down from nowhere. The lights right, dim like somehow. They're dancing around the desert singing that they're busy at each other. Larry is fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, please, please, I'm so tired. I'm so upside down. <laughs> uh, but they just ditch him. Yeah. I, mean, I do, I do really love how they, they, like, just how much they drag out that, like, no, we're definitely not going to help you. We definitely could, and we definitely won't. Yes. <laughs> Like, it's not like, well, no, they're busy, like they said. Like, no, <laughs> not even a little bit. Yeah, because like, like, like we said, we, they just start end up talking about how busy they are with each other. Yeah, they just have a yeah. conversation about schedules. Uh, so they leave. Why'd they even come out here? <laughs> yeah, like, I, like they, they can't have business in the other city. That's not how this, they can't. I don't right. know why. They're, they're trying to escape from being busy, and then... They found someone who would make them busy, so they're like, eh, fuck this. <laughs> uh, but then Junior Asparagus comes out, but he's coming from Jibbity Lot, and he's got a pot on his head, and that means he's evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he sees the hat, or he sees the shoe hat on the ground, and he's like, oh, geez, this fucking well, cucumber on the, in the well, ground here, he would, he, he's a dick. Those guys suck. What if he's some weirdo who wears the shoe on his foot or bottom half? I guess. <laughs> but he, do, but you know, he thinks about thinks it through a little more and is like, yeah, but he's also dying alone in the desert. I should probably help him. And God would want me to do it. Yeah, God, God would want me to help him, and I, I should do it. Yeah. So he helps Larry out, and he takes him back to Flibro Lou to for medical care. And he just there's a big thing like, going, whoa, well, that kid from the pot town helped this uh, guy, and we didn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, oh, geez, we're horrible. You're like scum of the earth, and you still helped him. I guess we suck, huh? Yeah, anyway, there is a mob forming, so I'm just going to go back to Flippity Lot. <laughs> Jibbity lot. Um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like he gives him a little piggy bank full of money. I... They just let that kid pay for that dude's fucking surgery, right? <laughs> like they're not like I like the mayor's like, oh, I'm so touched, and That's I thought he was true. gonna be like, like, oh, like don't worry about like you know, well, we didn't help this guy up before, but we're gonna help him now. We've been so touched by you, and it's like, all right, cool, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Junior gets to sing a whole little song about loving your neighbor, and that's you know, the moral. That's what God wants you to do. Yeah, and the... I, I, I always bring that up because I always find it so weird, especially in these, like, very Dr. Seuss-like stories. Oh, sure, that it just becomes explicitly religious that way? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't really, like, the ones that are, like, very, like, explicitly religious. Right. Like, yeah, the ones, like, here's, like, a Bible story. This is technically a Bible story. It's just... This one feels a lot like, oh, also, yeah, God, whatever, yeah. This one has the plot of a Bible story, but it's been, like, stripped and repainted pretty deeply. Because, uh, like, the Bible story is three sentences long, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. We get a little ending about, uh, oh, now they don't throw headwear at each other. They throw flowers and candy, and it's a nice place to go to now. 
I feel like the candy could still, like, not fuck you up, but yeah. still, like, be like, ow. 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 Oh, like, God, that one went in my throat while I was shouting <laughs> about how much the other one hurt. <laughs> like, I, I don't think flowers could, like, you know, maybe, like, a thorn hit to you. That sucks. Yeah. I don't think the flowers but, would make it, frankly. Yeah, also, I don't think they're aerodynamic enough to be Also, candy. like, do something better with your time than throwing shit into an empty, like, canyon. Um, you weirdos. Do <laughs> <laughs> we mention how Larry's still lightheaded and he like falls down during the last note of the song? Uh-huh, that, yeah, that was yeah. a good joke. It's it good bit. It's it's funny seeing them all bandaged up. Uh, so for once, I feel like they didn't screw up a Bible story. And like, I'm not mad at this episode, like theologically, like I have yeah, been in no. the past. I think this tone's pretty good. Uh, oh, Luke. Sorry, sorry to do this on air, but I just want to see if this does anything for you. You're showing me a tweet. <laughs> you're showing me a tweet of uh, it. Just kind of looks like uh, it's a screenshot of Larry the Cucumber uh, paused, like probably in the- well, he was in the middle of talking and blinking, so it kind of looks like he's making in a Hagao face. Yeah, one yeah. of those fucking. Uh-huh. Entire blogs dedicated to My Little Pony Bedroom Eyes ass uh-huh. images. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, this happened in response to Molly, our friend and your roommate, listening to your side of the podcast right now. Yes. Uh, saying that you just accused me of being horny for Larry the Cucumber. So she's gotten a few responses, like from our friend Lexi, who just said, Nature's horn dog. <laughs> I call it that. I, I called I, you a vegetable pervert. <laughs> God, uh, what, getting back to what I was gonna say, <laughs> the whole Good Samaritan story in the Bible, like I said, it's a story Jesus is telling, and specifically the point of the story, it's not just, it's not just love your neighbor, because that's in the Bible, like, they, I think they quote it from Leviticus, uh, at the end of this episode, it's an old part of the Bible, some yeah. guy who's, like, supposed to be an expert uh, on scripture, or I think he's like an expert on the law, which I think is kind of the same thing. I might be getting that wrong. Again, corrections to veggietakes at gmail.com. <laughs> um, but he asks Jesus, like, hey, how like how are we supposed to live? What's a what, what do you want from me, basically? And he's like, Well, what it I mean, what does scripture say? Don't be and a he, dick. You want some fucking bullet points? Right, exactly. And he's like, Well, it says love God and love your neighbor, and Jesus is like, Okay, that's it then. Dummy? Uh, and it's, the guy asks, like, I think the Bible even says, like, he's trying to justify himself for the interruption. He says, okay, but who is my neighbor? And Jesus tells this story in response to that question. And the point is supposed to be not just, like, it's not just love your neighbor, help out people in need. It's even people that you hate count as your neighbor and you don't get out. Like, love your neighbor really means love literally everybody. And I don't try to weasel out of it or define that term in a way that means you get to not love somebody. Yeah, like, a lot of, like, that, we've talked about it, that specific section is Jesus going, like, no, you can't fucking get your way out of this by saying, like, oh, what if it's this person I hate, or what if it's this? Yeah. Like, you need to be loving, or, like, with the whole thing with, like, a rich man, you know, like, no, like, I, I'm saying that it is harder for a rich man to go through into heaven than a yeah. camel through the eye of a needle. Yeah, we have, uh, we, on the first episode, 
We brought up some uh, of that episode of Phil Vischer's podcast where he had a guy on talking about his, uh, like, theological workshop about, uh, like, accepting gay people or whatever. And then it basically broke down to, like, listen, as long as gay people are willing to, you know, love everybody. You're supposed to love your neighbor. And, you know, they can be a part of the church as long as they swear an oath of celibacy. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a few things wrong with that. Right. (laughs) Yes. The thing to me is that, again, the rule is love your neighbor. And it's not tolerate your neighbor. It's not be friendly with your neighbor or polite to your neighbor. It's love them. Yes. And as long as you are caveating the ways in which you treat somebody and, like, making your relationship with them conditional on arbitrary standards you set for them, you are by definition not loving them. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, yes, there are Bible verses that seem to explicitly condemn uh, homosexuality. There's not as many as some people like to portray it as. Sodom and Gomorrah, not about that. It's about rapists, not about gay people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, you know, there are bits where that's discussed as sinful. There's bits where a lot of things are discussed as sinful that weirdly people don't have as much of a problem with. Yeah, and, like, that's always something that people bring up. Definitely. Uh, Like, even with... Right, uh, the the classic, the the epic takedown from uh, the West Wing or whatever, you know? Yeah, or... If you want to really fucking get into it, like the uh, religious. Oh, sh- boy. Yeah. Oh, Christ. I fucking watched that movie. Okay. And that was like, that was the time when I was like, oh, wait, I think I might be an asshole. <laughs> hey, is this a good time to mention high school Sean really liked Bill Maher and uh, I fucking mean, Ricky Gervais? Cool. Just go throw that one yeah, out there. You didn't need to mention that. I knew based on what you already said. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so like, again, to me, like, it, it, like that's all true, but I kind of, in my opinion, you have to interpret everything through the lens of thing. Like, if you're my, my view of Christianity is that you have to interpret things first and foremost through the lens of things Jesus said to do, which includes loving literally everybody and don't be an asshole and try to come up with excuses for why you get to exclude some people from that. Yes. Uh, which, to me, that is what that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's my little soapbox. <laughs> like I said, I don't have any issues with this episode of VeggieTales. I think they kind of get it right, for the most part, especially because it's something for little kids. Um, I, it kind of bums me out how much, like, a lot of Christians do not do what this episode uh, explains to do, even though it's a very simplistic lesson. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Silly Songs with Larry time. Yeah, this is the, this is the fucking one that everyone like, this is definitely like an all-timer. Yes. Uh, which is Where Is My Hairbrush? Yes. Which is a tale of longing, of loss. Yeah, of Bob uh-huh, being uh-huh. kind of a dick now that I think about it. <laughs> As an adult, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, uh, yeah, I, but yeah, Larry discovers his hairbrush is gone, and we don't—we're not going to sing the song or anything because that's not what we do here. 
Where like, is my hairbrush? Okay. But I guess so. Like, paw grape comes in. It's like, oh, I thought I think it's like that way or whatever. Well, there's a whole also, like, running is... bit in this short where like it's narrated by like the guy who introduces silly songs. So he's a very proper British accent, and like everybody who comes in, it's the exact same reaction because Larry is in a bath towel, and uh, they say like. Oh, they're shocked and slightly embarrassed by seeing Larry in a bath towel. Yeah, which... It's one of those things It's that's always in kids' cartoons a lot. Where it's, it's the like, Donald Duck thing again. If we yes. saw Donald Duck taking off a pair of pants, it would be fucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. If Donald Duck took off his shirt, like there was animation of Donald Duck taking off his shirt, would that be weird? Yes. I mean, that exists, and yes. Yeah, that would be very weird. Yeah, I, I, I know that I don't have to say that about Mickey. Like that's just right. Mickey getting down to his drawers. Is just also, weird. I'm pretty sure we literally did this conversation last week because in that short, like everyone had a costume on except for Bob and Larry, who just had hats. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so everyone is, is scandalized by seeing Larry in a bath towel. Eventually, Junior Asparagus points out that Larry doesn't have hair, so why does he even want a hairbrush? Oh god, you're right. And then Bob comes in, it's like, oh, hey, because you don't use your hairbrush because of the no hair situation, I did just give it to the peach without telling you or asking you. Anyway, yeah. bye. Yeah, uh, and, and Larry is devastated to learn this. Uh, but then yeah. the peach comes in, and I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, before the see, before we see the peach, I was like, oh... That's cute. I guess a peach does have hair. That makes sense. <laughs> nope, it's got a fucking pompadour, baby. <laughs> yeah. He's got just giant hair. Fucking he's got, like, fucking new, Elvis. Fallen yeah. New Vegas-ass looking hair. He's a tunnel snake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Style, like, tunnel I, snake, color, yeah. crimson. I don't like, he just pops in and goes, thanks for the hairbrush, and just leaves. Uh, and seeing that, like, listen, it's being put to good use... Larry Larry learns that if you love something, you set it free. And just tells him to take care of the hairbrush. Yeah. Just a, and a, also, the peach came also in a towel, so they're both embarrassed. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, wait a second. Yeah, oh, oh? Shit. Oh? God damn it. Uh-huh. What? I missed a detail when I watched this before that now is throwing everything into, uh... Larry finishes the song, and there is applause from presumably a studio audience. Oh, yes. Mark noticed this, too. And then they throw roses up onto the stage. Uh-huh. The roses are scaled as if Larry is a human-sized person. Well, yeah, that was in the last... That was in the uh, the flowers from uh, the, tale of, the Tale of Two Veggies or whatever. Well, sure, but that's a fictional story, so that's all, you know... It doesn't matter if that doesn't make sense. I think that this kitchen counter is a big set. I think and the cheaper set, that it is. The cheaper sets that they put in front of it are for effect. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think that just proves beyond the shadow of a doubt that it is. I, something I think I thought of beforehand. Yeah. Was, I was wondering if VeggieTales takes place, because uh, we, should we talk about the uh, ad you found? Oh, that's right, yes. Okay, so I found a promo trailer thing for VeggieTales that they animated to, like, pitch it to, uh, like, distribution companies. And, like, it's it's rough. 
it's more rough than the show is. The voices are all different because they hadn't like locked them in yet. But it's got some pretty crucial pieces of lore in it, I think, that we oh. need to consider. Uh, let me find this so Sean can watch it while we're talking about it. But basically, it is like VeggieTales promo take 38 or something, I think is the title of it. And uh, it's Bob talking into a camera and basically saying, what if there was a, uh, you know, what if there was a Christian children's television show? The greatest of all time. Uh, and just going on this, frankly, maniacal rant about VeggieTales. It's, it's something else. Yes. Uh, but as part of that. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Asparagus. Mm-hmm. Not Mr. Asparagus, the fucking other uh, dude. Archibald. Archibald. Yeah, like like a, a title card comes down, and then Archibald comes up in front of the title card. And he says that, like, who heard of veg- you know, vegetables making a television show? Vegetables are supposed to make a salad. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be dinner, not television stars. That's what I said to them when they wanted to make this dumb show. Which, A, proves my theory from last week that Archibald is the producer of VeggieTales. Yes. In fiction. But more importantly, B, what do we make of the whole thing with... Well, why does Archibald want to be eaten? It's my one purpose in life. <laughs> Uh, oh god, Larry's Larry sounds like one of the grapes. Yeah, it's one of the gourds. They use that voice oh, yeah, uh, a, for yeah, gourd in this gourds. episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but which? Oh, there's the lobster. Yeah, yeah, the lobster even shows up. Uh, but while I watched that, uh, a theory came to me. Okay, all right, let me hear it. Does this take place in the sausage party universe? No, no, no. You're gonna have to help me out, because I haven't... This might surprise you, I haven't seen the feature film Sausage Party. So Sausage Party is... Neither have I, but I have done research. Great, okay. Uh, is a movie, um... About... What What if vegetables said the fuck word? I'm Seth Rogen. Yeah. What if, mm. what if vegetables and other foods said the fuck word? But they... Also have... Like... Their whole thing is that they want to get bought so that they can eventually be made into, like, food. And they, okay. they don't realize, like, heaven, pretty much. Yeah, they don't realize that this will kill them. Okay. But, like, or it will be kind of painful, but it's, like, what they want as a person. So is it, like, the island, but with food? Kind of. Okay. Uh, but anyway, and there are also notably human religions that the food have. Really? Because... Because there is a Jewish food and a Muslim food. Interesting. Don't Who, they fall in love or something? Yeah, they fall in love. Yeah. They fall, yeah. And one of them has mold? Yes. It's like cancer, like food, like bread cancer? Oh, boy. Because yes. the Jewish one's a bagel. Do you get it? I, you know, I think I do. Uh, and so what I am saying is that the, veg- the vegetables in VeggieTales... Are part of a, a death cult, a death cult, or at least Archibald is a death cult. Uh, wow, that is a like far offshoot of Christianity. 
So do you... Okay, okay, maybe not that far of an offshoot, though. Is Archibald, like, a, uh, like, premillennial dispensationalist, like, rapture theory guy? Like, is he a big left-behind guy? Maybe, like, and being in a salad is, like, it is all of us, like... Is all the deserving people coming, like, leaving at once. We're all going to become part of the great salad in heaven in God's kingdom. <laughs> Fucking if Archibald's are... monocle just pops to the floor as his body poofs away. That's why he was against the idea of a children's cartoon show, because he believes that children will be raptured automatically, So there's and that's probably going to happen any day now, so there's really no point in teaching them. Yeah, you, you just got to cut off all the baby carriage for the salad. Oh... <laughs> Now, I do have a piece of information that might complicate this that we'll have to consider. This might count as non-canonical, but it's worth throwing <laughs> into the mix here. Yeah, no, like, listen, we, we've talked a lot about various, like, Bible canons. Sausage Party, that's definitely canon in the VeggieTales universe. <laughs> this, I'm not sure. So, after watching the first part of this episode, it did hit me something about this show that's kind of odd. Because, like I said, this is based on the parable of the Good Samaritan, a story Jesus told. Have you know this is a Christian children's cartoon, right? Yes. Yes. Have you noticed that so far they have never once said the word Jesus? Well, that's the thing. Didn't like, wasn't it like uh, Phil Fishner's Vishner's mom was like, please don't make vegetable Jesus. That's what I was going to get to. We've talked about how they have not portray- they don't want to portray Jesus in anything, even yes. though there's like a baby Jesus carrot. I didn't know the reason why, though, and I did look it up. And like you said, Sean, this is from an article that says 25 interesting things you never knew about VeggieTales. I knew most of them. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but number 10, Mom's Rules... Vischer's mom, who has a PhD in Christian education, gave him some initial rules about creating VeggieTales. They included, one, you will not portray Jesus as a vegetable. And two, try not to imply that vegetables can have redemptive relationships with God. (laughs) What? (laughs) So, so there's no VeggieTale Jesus because his mom won't let him put it in. But yeah, uh, that is that is why, as this article goes on to point out, the ending... Uh, well, Ashley, you've heard it multiple times now. How do they sign off VeggieTales? Uh, remember, God made you, and he loves you very much. God made you special, and he loves you very much. They don't say God made us special. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because Phil Fisher's mom told him... It wouldn't be uh, properly Christian to imply that sentient vegetables could be saved by the Lord. (laughs) Even in a fictional construct where, you know, they're all vegetable people. They they are just trying to be good with God, but they have so much original sin. Yeah, they didn't just eat the apple, they are the apple. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. I'm sorry, I just gotta run to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> Alright, sure. So, that means that Archibald Asparagus is twice heretical, because he, A, is, yeah, a, a like, end times rapture, you know, the UN is secretly the 12-headed beast from Revelation guy, but also, yeah. 
He believes that vegetables will be raptured in the end times. He believed that he could be saved while Larry and Bob have, like, realized that the only way that they can even, like, somewhat assuage the fires of hell right. it is to pass on God's word to others who can be saved. Right, the, the fiery barbecue rotisserie of hell where they will be shish kebobbed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're, it's... I think I'm the only one here that watches The Good Place. <laughs> but the third season of that show is all them realizing that they're damned to hell. And deciding that they, given that they can't change that, they may as well devote their lives to trying to get people into heaven. And that's kind of what Bob and Larry are about now. Yes, this The Good Place stole this idea from VeggieTales. Yes, uh-huh. I'm so glad that Seth Rogen uh, clearly studied VeggieTales very closely and, like, created that missing puzzle piece for us in Sausage Party. Yes. You realize you've doomed us to having to make a Sausage Party bonus episode now. Hey, I'm not any more happy about it. It's your fault, (laughs) not mine. Yeah, it is. We'll have to do it at some point. We can put it off for a while. We can put it off until we forget why we had to do it in the first place. And then we'll go like, eh, it's no matter. It's not important. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to stretch for time while we wait for Sean to get back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could always just cut out silence. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, alright. So I think we're making some headway. We need to... There are things in this next short Yeah. that we need to work into this before we can come up with something coherent. But, you know, I have hope. Because here's the I- thing. I think this next short is going to disprove my old theory that Larry is the god of the VeggieTales universe. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like every time we come up with what we think is the theory, yeah, it's ruined by the next thing we see. I, I, I think I've got one percolating that, you know, we'll have to run through it, but I think I might have actually cracked the code this time. All right, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you'll find out more about that when we're back with more Where's Pod When I'm Scared. In his book. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. Welcome back. Yay! (laughs) What did I miss? I heard Luke saying something about Archibald. Oh, yeah, we figured out that Archibald is, uh, like, a big, like, left-behind believer, but also he's a heathen because he thinks that vegetables can be uh, saved when they can't be, according to Phil Vischer's mom. Excellent, excellent. (laughs) Uh, Anyhow, let's move on to the next short. Yes. This one is called... uh, Oh, right! This one is called The Gourds Must Be Crazy, which... Oh, my God. (laughs) What a a reference! (laughs) Just an old movie about, like, another culture... I don't know. It's 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 weird to have a pun on a title that has the word gods in it in a Christian thing. Yes. Do you think they saw the gods must be crazy or I think they why else would they have named it that if they didn't like see that movie and like it? Well, they could have just seen the title. I guess. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe, I don't know. Phil Vischer strikes me as the kind of guy who's like, I'm a cool guy. I'm not a stuck-up loser who like, won't watch movies because of my religion. I'm just like you. Uh, you know. Yeah. 
Other than I might hate gay people. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, I will say, someone did ask if uh, there was anything interesting going on with Mike Naraki. I did try to do some research. He's less, like, a a public figure than Phil Vischer is, as far as I can tell. He doesn't have hundreds of episodes of a podcast for me to dive into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even think he's guested on Vischer's podcast. Uh, Is there, like, a fucking... Tear like a rift between them. I don't think so because they've worked on Veggie Tales together like this whole time. Yeah, for apparently like twenty years. Yeah, right. And you know, yeah. the degree to which they've been involved with it has changed over time, but they've always been involved with it together to some degree. I mean, say that apparently Adam and Jamie of MythBusters do not particularly like each other's company. That is true. So. I have heard that. So who knows? Uh, not me. Anyway, w- the Gourds must be crazy. Which is a Star Trek parody. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the thing it's named after. No, they just wanted that name. We're a, back. A human-sized Coke bottle falls into... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, can, and, you can make a pretty solid um, uh, idolatry worship episode out of that, just worshipping a big-ass Coke bottle. You definitely could, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're back in the asparagus household, uh, in Junior's bedroom. I had no clue what this fucking picture was. It's a Christmas tree. It looks like a big-ass gummy bear with, like, <laughs> M&Ms in it. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Like this. I, oh, I, there, I yeah, read I it as candy. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Junior at the Christmas tree, uh, framed yeah. on the wall. Um, they've had time to update Junior's bedroom, but he still has a VeggieTales poster up. Which means that's intentional. That's intentional. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He does have a drawing of his dad in in front of a regular house, which... hmm. Well, yeah, we saw the outside of his house last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, but this one didn't have any kind of introduction or opening. There was no preamble or title card. It just faded into this from Silly Songs with Larry. Uh, so I don't know how this fits in. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess it's still part of the TV show VeggieTales, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the show with it, that is the show. <laughs> if this is not a t- some sort of TV show act or presentation, this raises a lot of questions. Right. Yeah. I still don't understand, like, is Junior Asparagus a person or is he a character played by a little asparagus? Yes. Is this a, is it, wait, I was thinking this, like, through, like, the entirety of the first episode. Yeah. What if it's, like, uh, what's that, what's that villain from Batman? Like, the adult woman who... Oh, baby doll? Yeah. Yeah. What if it's one of those sorts of situations? He's older than the actor playing his dad. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know if you've seen evidence of it yet. Uh, it's something that we'll keep in mind. I, I guess mean, so, he yeah. does have... He, he did minor in astrophysics. Well, to listen, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> uh, Alright. So, it's Junior's birthday's coming up. And his dad is asking him who he wants to invite to his party. And he's just listing off a whole bunch of names of characters we've never seen. And yeah. his dad's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and who else? Who else? And Junior just gets to a point where he's like, no, that's that's everybody. Don't that's want anyone else. That's my entire class except that one guy. Right. And his dad's like, well, what about Fernando? 
Fernand, there was something uh, in the air uh, that night. Well, I'm glad you made the joke because I couldn't remember the lyrics. <laughs> he keeps on going about how the stars were bright. <laughs> Fernando. Uh, but no, uh, Junior says that that kid's weird and talks funny. Yeah, he like he's Son. from somewhere else. <laughs> and uh, talks trust different. Him. His dad in the pit of his stomach is like, "Oh no, I'm raising a racist. I need to correct <laughs> this immediately." Of course, correct. Yeah, Molly he's walked five, by. There's still time. <laughs> Molly walked by while he was while I was watching this, and she was like, "Damn, how did Paul Asparagus art like raise a racist already?" <laughs> right. Like, I, and like, because at first he's like, I don't know, that kid just moved there. I don't really know him. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Like, also I can he see talks him. funny. Yeah, like also he's not from here and he talks funny. The food he yeah. brings to lunch smells weird. Here's the thing, though. Dad Asparagus uh, recognizes this is a crisis that needs resolved. Dad Asparagus is not going to do the hard work of self-reflecting on how his very young son picked up those kind of toxic cultural ideas so fast. No. <laughs> and about maybe. Yeah. There's something implicit in the way he behaves that is giving is instilling that lesson without him realizing it. Yes. Dad Asparagus will never do that work. But he is gonna teach his kid not to say it out loud. <laughs> it is in a very real sense the least he can do. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, just not supposed to say the racist words. Yeah. <laughs> but he tells him like no, listen, hey, he's he, you're right, he isn't from here, and you know, you should be nice to him and make a friend of him. That's what God would want you to do. And this junior spirit is like, I guess I'm uh, and his dad is just like, Alright, well, you think about it, we'll talk about it tomorrow. And as soon as his dad leaves the room <laughs> I don't know what happened anymore. Um, <laughs> Just when I thought I was grasping this show, pulled the rug out from under me. See, I thought you I thought you meant you don't know what happened, as in you forgot, and I was no. going to provide a helpful explanation. But yeah, no, this is fucked. So, yeah, can, can you give an explanation for this, well, like, other than, <laughs> yo, some shit happens? Well, I can no, describe I what I'm watching. A tiny spaceship flies in the window. And then, like, a beam shoots out of it, and Bob and Larry come out wearing space helmets. Bob's is really more of a space visor. He's got a space oxygen mask on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, like, what helmets they wear are very, uh, like, you know, up in the air. Like, it is just fucking making up as it goes along. Right, uh-huh. Ironically, Bob is w- easily wearing the worst one. Yeah, yeah. But, um, they come out, and here's the thing, they're clearly from space. Yes. Like, Bob even has, like, a weird antenna, so he kind of has, like, an alien vibe to his equipment. Yeah. But he says, I'm Bob the Tomato, and he's Larry the Cucumber, and we need your help. At which point, Junior Asparagus does go, wow, deja vu. Okay, so, I have so many... (laughs) 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 Let's, uh, all right. Bob, he doesn't say, like, I'm Bobulon or something. Like, this isn't supposed to be a distinct <laughs> character, right? I think that this is a... Bob like, have like, hobbies. <laughs> Bobbies. <laughs> I think that this is another sketch. Like, in the show. Sure. Um, 
and that they are like making fun of like oh we've kind of done this setup before i'm with you but here's we have i i agree with you that's what they're literally doing <laughs> but the problems are that again this is just bob and larry but yeah. they but who they are in this universe is completely different than normal yeah. Uh they're they're different people with the same faces. <laughs> That's I'm gonna write an article on Medium, different people with the same faces, a critical <laughs> examination of Veggie Tales. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they they are Bob and Larry. They've never met Junior before. They're introducing themselves to him. Yes. Junior, Junior remembers them. Junior has met the normal Bob and Larry. He has their poster oh. on their wall. He remembers talking to them. He has deja vu from before. Oh. Junior has a continuity of consciousness that I cannot square with the fact that this is like, oh, just another sketch. We're just resetting, whatever. They're, that dumb little throwaway joke has so many, like, <laughs> metaphysical implications. Junior Asparagus is some kind of fourth wall observer. He's aware that he's in a story, to some degree. It's... Well, and, okay, so this is also where I am start to question if Larry's God, because this is... Clearly there are multiple Bobs and Larrys throughout the multiverse, or universe. I feel like a God can make a space helmet with, like, a hole for candy bars, for one that, thing. A, yes. B, though, it's just, like, there's not a singular Larry. There's infinite, possibly infinite Larrys. I don't know anymore. Yeah. So, the whole... I, I, thought, I thought I had a bulletproof theory last time that was just, no, this show makes no sense because it is the whims of a, a whimsical and capricious god. <laughs> but I no longer can accept that theory. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. We're working out a theology here. <laughs> we are. We are. Bible wasn't written in a day. So, all right. For now, I think it's enough to say that much. That clearly the old theory's out the window, and uh, this is some Kingdom Hearts bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is... to protect the world order. <laughs> this, like, isn't Bob and Larry. This is, like, books and, like, Rick's Roll, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is just what they look like when they got onto the spaceship. In right, order to yeah. not, not alarm... Uh, right. Scotch tape or whatever the fuck his name is. When Bob had to stab himself with the Kingdom Key, books woke up on that spaceship. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, it wasn't the Kingdom Key that Sora stabbed himself with. I don't remember the name of that. I've only key, played but... like half of the first Kingdom Hearts. I'm it's Monstro. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, uh, they need. Junior Asparagus's help because their ship, the USS Apple Pies, very good, is uh, about to be hit by a meteor, and he's like, "Why do you want my help? Didn't you major in <laughs> in aerospace engineering at the Tiny Tots preschool college? Oh, no, he minored in it. Yes. Yeah, he majored <laughs> in Plato. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I did minor in astrophysics in preschool, and then they ask him, "What yeah, was Larry your major?" And Bob's like, oh, "That doesn't matter." He's like, "Oh, I majored in Plato." Larry, Larry says, oh, so did too. I. Yeah, which 
I'm a dipshit because I thought the joke was that he like majored in classics and like Plato. But no, oh. the joke is that it's a thing that you would like play with in preschool, which is Plato. What yeah. are you gonna? What? This is just that Tumblr post that says like, "What are you gonna major in in college? Minecraft, Minecraft, Minecraft as well." <laughs> uh, so yeah, because of that, they think he can solve the spaceship problem, and. Uh, well, we do have to call attention to the candy bar thing, though, which we said said something about briefly, but... Yeah. Larry's just got a candy bar stuck to his face. Stuck to Larry, his helmet. What did, I t- what did I tell you about eating wearing your space helmet? And he tries to, like, nibble at it through the helmet. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. It's a good visual gag. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, yeah. So they shrink Junior down into his spaceship to take him to the... Uh, Star Trek ship. It just, it looks like the Enterprise, but the big disc in the front is a pie. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, yes. how big is this ship? Because their very small spaceship does go into, like, the cargo bay, like, and it looks as big as that. You're I'm right! Guess- I'm guessing it's as big as, like, a pie. So that is just a two-scale pie. So it's not a, oh, man, oh, man. How are the 364 people on this ship? Because they're, they're all tiny. Small. I mean, I guess okay. if you could shrink people, that would be good for space travel. Less supplies, less energy to move the ship. So it's like a normal size... I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, but it's right. like a normal size popcorn ball. Yes. I think it is still a giant popcorn ball, but not like a planet-sized popcorn it ball. It's, it's, like, it's like a... Softball-sized popcorn ball. Like, wow, I couldn't or eat this maybe in one like a beach ball-sized popcorn ball at most. Yeah, they're just tiny this whole time. Uh, they do. All, they do use the term metric tons when referring to it, though. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's very dense. It's a titanium popcorn ball. Uh, we. I'm gonna check to... something real quick. I think titanium is pretty light. <laughs> I thought that. Oh, am I thinking of tungsten? Yes. Is that the one they sell you a cube of so you can pick it up and go, whoa, that's heavier than I thought it would be. Those are the things that the U.S. government thought briefly about dropping from space as a gotcha. kinetic weapon. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about popcorn balls because the meteor that's going to hit the ship is actually a giant popcorn ball. And they can't yeah. move the ship out of the way because it's out of power. Uh, so they seem like they're just stranded and doomed to get hit by this meteor popcorn. Yeah, titanium is about half as dense as iron. All right, fair enough. All issues of scale aside, they're being hit by a giant popcorn ball. What mm-hmm. civilization made this? This is like some dead space shit. This is like, I was going to say, it's like the Star Trek Next Generation episode with the big fuck-off space crystal that almost destroys a planet. They're being hit by a giant meteor made out of exploded corpses. Oh, (gasps) God. Because it's vegetables. You're right. (laughs) Like, this is not just, like, regular dead people. This is, yeah, like... God, exploded. Yeah, uh-huh. This is These, and, heinous. And the squashes are cannibals. Yup. Yeah. So, okay. Here's, here's, the second, here's the second piece of my theory. Because 
the only reason this isn't the most horrifying thing you've ever looked at is because it's a vegetable. Like if and you we haven't met any this, corns yet. If, if if you translated this, it would just be a giant ball of meat and bone, and it would be horrifying, right? <laughs> so that I think is a pretty like you want to talk about like some imagery from like Revelation. That's up there, you know. Yeah. Like, the moon turning to blood or whatever is right in line with this. This is that Castlevania boss that's just... Right, uh uh-huh. That Castlevania boss that's just a whole bunch of corpses shambling together. Or like the one reborn from Bloodborne. Uh, Where, like, the moon gives birth to a monster made out of, like, wet skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... The phrase wet skeleton is always, (laughs) like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your skeleton's always wet, Ashley. Yeah. I know, I just don't like it. (laughs) Your skeleton does. (laughs) So, but okay, so we are in a universe here that is all about, we've established that salvation is denied to the vegetables. (laughs) We have established that they appear to be Soldiering on anyway, perhaps trying to find salvation regardless through conveying God's word to children. Yeah. And now we have um, uh, events happening that make the like biblical plagues look like child's play in the world of VeggieTales. I think this, in fact, is an incoherent universe because this is a universe that God has ignored that has now drawn his attention through the weird interdimensional means through which they talk to us and children talk to them. These vegetables want to... uh, They they want salvation and eternal life in heaven. They want to be a part of God's kingdom or at least God's garden. And I think they're striving for that. And I think God is is watching them. I think this is a very Job-like situation. You know, this is all just kind of an experiment... And God's going to try them, and he's going to test them with things like giant popcorn balls. And he's going to see how they fare against it. And I, I think that's why this universe makes no sense, because it is just a it's- sequence of moral tests created by God to test these vegetables. You know what? The huh. sentence God threw a popcorn ball at him, I'm just <laughs> is that drunk? Is he okay? <laughs> I don't think God can get drunk, I'm pretty sure. Could God make a drink so heavy in alcohol that even he? I mean, he could. I don't think he would. So you're not saying that God can't get drunk. It's that God won't get drunk. Is God straight edge? Yeah, I'm pretty sure God's straight edge. Asking yes. the tough questions. I'm, I'm like 99% that God, as well, others, I mean, Jesus drank. Yeah, but, you know, kids always rebel. Sure, but Jesus is God, is Jesus. Yeah, that's listen, true. Uh, listen, listen, they drank wine back then because drinking water was a death sentence. <laughs> well, that's also true. That's also true. Uh, you know, it's... I, I, hmm. You know, <laughs> these are questions they don't cover in Sunday school. <laughs> Weird. Uh, I, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> I feel like I asked something I shouldn't have. No, you're fine. Listen. 
All right. I but I mean, does that does my theory make sense to you two? Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. That's that's three people agreeing on it. It must be right. Yeah, three out of three. Um. Anyway, they don't know what they're gonna do about this popcorn ball, but then they hear some beautiful melodious singing. Yeah, and I do yeah. like I do like the gourd singing. Yes. It's just some, like, old, like, love song or something. Take me to St. Louis, Louis, I will see you there. Yeah. Um, and they're like, hey, what's the deal with those guys? Oh, they're weird, we don't like them. Right, oh, those are the new guys. The, the carrot has a Scottish accent and a kilt. Yeah, he's Scotty. Yeah. I forget what his actual name is. I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're like, oh, don't talk to them. They're weirdos. All they ever do is sing and eat. Eat and sing. It's enough to drive you mad. Yeah. Uh, and they pause in their singing. Or no, no, Junior goes and talks to them. And uh, he says, why do you always sing? Because they're not like a different race. Like, so you can talk to them. <laughs> God. Right. Uh... Yeah, but he asks them why they always sing all the time. They go, well, why don't you always sing? That's kind of how they talk. Yeah. And uh, he says, well, because it's yeah, weird. One of, them, one of them sounds like this. Not the other one sounds... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, one of them is very, like, unsure of everything he says and does. He's like, oh, it looks like some kind of uh, thing over there. I think I'm... Huh, I wonder if we... Like, that's just his constant bit. Yeah, I think that's the taller one. Yeah. Uh, it's like the green one. Um, yeah. But they... He asked them why they eat all the time. They're like, I mean, because we're hungry, I guess. Do you think you could eat a giant popcorn ball planet? <laughs> well, they start going back and forth like, oh, I could eat a whole spaceship. I could eat a whole whatever. I could eat a whole planet. And Junior's very guess. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, wait, did you mean what you just said? Uh, right. I mean, I was sort of being hyperbolic. Put them in the tubes! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they, there's two escape pods. Right, uh-huh. Fucking Titanic-ass ship. Uh, and yeah, they, uh, send them, they send them off to the popcorn ball to die. <laughs> I, I yeah. really did like their little joke. Uh, where, like, they're singing uh, The Muffin Man, and they're like... Uh, I bet I could eat all those muffins. And, like I bet I could eat those muffins and the house. <laughs> yeah, and then I, they see the popcorn. That. Sorry. They, yeah, they see the popcorn ball. And they're like, "Oh, is that where the muffin man lives?" And they're like, "No, he lives on Tree Lane." Oh, yeah. Right. Even more than like that whole back and forth. I like. It's like, well, they got five minutes to do this. May God have mercy on our souls. That's uh, just immediately got to do. We need uh, the muffin man. The muffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, them being put into the escape pods is almost definitely a direct reference to like the photon torpedo loading scene from Wrath of Khan. Yeah, they, probably. Like, look super similar. That makes sense. I believe it. Um, they crash onto this popcorn ball. Yeah, and that's how Junior Asparagus died in space. Like you hear the like boom out in space, and you don't see it because how big the popcorn ball is. You see kind of a little bit, like a little smoke cloud. Yeah, yeah wily yeah. coyote, poof poof. Like these are some resilient gourds. <laughs> some resilient corn. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they start eating this popcorn ball. <laughs> 
And yeah, they have five minutes to eat something the size of the planet, or at least the size of a planet relative to them. It's hard to say. Listen, yeah, it's a like this. it's some it's a divine comet of flayed corpses. We don't need to worry about the physics it of looks, it. Hey, now that I'm looking at this again, these are some big pieces of popcorn. They're gigantic. This is, this is a race of giants. It's some end of Evangelion shit. Well, no, it's not a race of giants. It's just that they're normal sized. Yeah, I think they're the big even by those standards, than individual though. popcorn pieces. No, but they have been shrunk down. Oh, sure, but I'm saying shit. even when you take that into account, I think they're still really big. Okay. Because remember, keep in mind, this thing is at least as big as a whole apple pie. Yeah. Also, I think it's funny that the first episode I did say that uh, a tomato is nature's popcorn ball, and now they're facing down each other. Yes. <laughs> Only one will live. Yeah. Uh, they do successfully eat the entire popcorn ball. Converting 14, I believe it was 14,000 metric tons yeah. of popcorn. <laughs> uh, just putting that somewhere. They're the same size. Yeah, so they... Mm, pre- yeah, did you want them to get bigger, Sean? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying it's silly. I mean, there's two thi- There's two possibilities here, right? One... They shit 7,000 metric tons of vegetable <laughs> shit. Two, they just condense. They both weigh over 7,000 pounds. 7,000 like metric tons star. now. star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they are going to become a black hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do hit the windshield going just as fast as the popcorn ball was. So, I, yeah, again... That's... I think that lends some credence to the idea that they're just hyper-dense, because otherwise, how do they keep surviving all these crashes? Yeah. But, uh, they come on, and, uh, the Carrot Man is like, oh, you saved us, I feel like such a fool for not being friends with you. You're great, actually. And, uh, they... Oh, right, one of them is like, (laughs) he's still hungry, so he just starts eating an end table. Yeah, this is a- like- that's after the song, though, right? <laughs> no, it's before. Oh. Because uh, he finds out that actually the ship had power the whole time. Uh, well, no, that, not that it had power. It's just that someone unplugged the... Right. Someone unplugged the power from the power. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, so they plug it back in. Everything's fine. And then they're like... This reminds me of a song. Hit it, boys. Hey, is it, does this end table remind anyone else of, like, a big Oreo? Oh, I Maybe thought it was like an ice cream it. sandwich, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was an ice cream sandwich. Uh, I mean, like... I don't I think it's supposed up, to be. I don't think it is either, but I mean, if the ship's an apple pie... I think it's supposed to be, like, drywall. Yeah. But, uh... They it, sing, it would uh, sound like biting into styrofoam. Right. They sing a nice song about friendship. And it does that thing where it's like, well, we can't actually talk about racism in this. Right. So it's thing. like, so oh, it's like, we just need to be friends with everyone, regardless of if they're if they're red or blue or purple or orange. Well, they're all vegetables, so that checks out. Right. So. I guess they have an out in this one case. But it's like, <laughs> oh, like this girl like has braces. Right. Uh huh. But we should still be our friend. Yeah. Uh, so they drop off Junior back in his room, 
And I guess the easy coward's answer is this was all just Junior, a dramatization of Junior thinking through the problem, the moral, like, lesson his dad tried to teach him. But again, fuck off, that's for cowards. (laughs) Is that he has an active imagination? Yeah, exactly. Because you only ever see this shit when he's alone, you know? It's a Coward and Hobbes thing. Yeah. But, uh, no, to hell with that. Uh, yeah. What if, yeah, like, what if Bob and Larry in these skits are his, like, imaginary friends? Based on the characters in the TV show he watches. We're just wrapping back around to our episode one theory. Yeah, yeah, we are. No, I'm going I, through, I, this is an incoherent moral universe put together by a god who wants to test these sentient vegetables to see if they're worthy of heaven. Yeah, that, that, that's <laughs> that's obviously the better one. I think that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's obviously correct. Anyhow... Junior Junior also continues on his uh, fixation on the slime monster. Yeah, it does come up because he yells for his dad. And he really hasn't worked through his racism. No. (laughs) Maybe maybe this different kid will be useful to me in some way. He talks about, listen, we should invite Fernando. It's okay that he's different. Because maybe he's different in a way that gives him, like, laser eyes or or superpowers. And he could just, or he could, like, barf ice cream everywhere and his dad's like like no <sighs> like black people don't have superpowers I mean basically <laughs> yeah his dad just is like sighing and like pinching the bridge of his <sighs> nose with his non-existent fingers and it's like oh boy what I hmm, mm. I have Did, I have messed up yeah I have fucked this up so bad <laughs> and he just says like okay well Fernando's definitely not an X-man but you know he probably can tell you about his culture and maybe introduce you to the kinds of foods that his people make and that might be okay kind of basically unrelated uh huh Uh, I'm an X-Man are you? Uh, oh oh I okay (laughs) I just thought of that I really wanted to make it (laughs) actually I'm supposed to love my neighbor you're making it real hard right now (laughs) You would live nowhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole world is our neighbor, Ashley. Yeah. Ashley, have I said nothing this whole time? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we get a little coda. His dad leaves again. Larry and Bob come in their tiny spaceship and just ask him for... They lost their map, and they need directions to the freeway, because they can get to space from there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we'll get it from there. Like, okay, take a left at Mr. Slushy. Yeah. And then uh-huh. you go up. You go up, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, then I, and there is a good joke where Larry's like, oh, I'm thirsty. Let's get, can we get a go stop it by Mr. Slushy? Yeah, they he's fight like, like, no, I said go left. No, you said go right at Mr. Slushy. And he's like, oh, now I'm hungry. Can we get Mr. Slushy? No, we need that money for tolls. Yeah. <laughs> Molly asked if they need that money for to- if they can't spend money on Mr. Slushy because their money's so small. <laughs> That's a good point, too. They'd have to go inside. Uh, but also, it's probably space money. Yeah. You know, I don't think Earth takes, uh, you know... Platinum pressed in gold. <laughs> right. Listen, if I was the manager of a Mr. Slushy... Yeah. I'd be like, listen, this is worth this. Can I put your photo up on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then we get the the final scene where they read a Bible verse, which, in my opinion, uh, cements the theory that I've come up with. Because they're trying to get to the Bible verse in the bio, the computer screen on Cordy's screen, 
yeah. and the theme song starts like it always does. And three the- episodes in, Bob has decided he's had enough of this shit. He, this running gag has run its course. He marches yeah. off screen and smashes some machine. There's like a gear that rolls in. Foolish which, mortal. That was I, nearly my emotional processing center. <laughs> which I did think was funny. Yeah. It starts uh, up again immediately afterwards. Right, yeah, he's like, all right, dealt with that. Now let's get to, and then the song starts again. Meaning the, the machine that makes that song was just broken. You broke my monitor, stupid. And the song continues to play. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, this is all... It's not hell. They're not in hell. No, this They're is not even purgatory. Yeah, it's it's sort of a purgatorial space. That you know, fucking... Again, that, it's that, kind of just the good place. Yeah. Or, or it's that, like... I, for, I forget what it was for. It's like a Homestar Runner cartoon that was selling, like, a, a hidden... A page of the website right. where eventually it says like, "Yep, strong bad, just you and me in heaven forever." Strong bad. Wait a minute, this isn't heaven, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just but it's Larry and Bob, basically. That's right, Bob. Just you and me in heaven forever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the QWERTY verse is uh, what Leviticus nineteen eighteen. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, yeah, pretty, pretty straightforward. Simple. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, that kind of wraps it up, right? Yes. Yeah. Do we have questions, Ashley? Oh, we had a few questions. Oh, boy. Uh, from at Amelia with blank, of all the things from VeggieTales to parody, what would be the least expected? I feel like it's Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... I know, I remember on the Lost episode, um, uh, from the original recording of last week's, um, I was like... Hey, what's the weirdest non-Bible poll that they did, and why is it Madame Bovary? <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, what's another weird one? Like, what's what, like, <laughs> it'd be like the Golden Compass or something. Like, one that's explicitly, like, a- like anti-religion. The Fountainhead. <laughs> Atlas Shrugged. Fountain- <laughs> they parody Dante's Inferno. <sighs> God, Dante's... Oh, Bob's Inferno. What would that look like? <laughs> it's a seven-layer salad. <laughs> no, we already established that, it's, that salad is heaven. It's like a fruitcake. Oh. oh, no. Getting shoved in with a bunch of treacle. That is truly every yeah. healthy vegetable's nightmare. We've <laughs> never really working out this... <laughs> Making a difference. God. Uh, that, Max is Satan. Did you two get as pissed as I do that the term Good Samaritan has been completely divorced from the historical context of the Samaritans being considered heretical from a Jewish standpoint? I'm gonna be real, I don't think about it much. Uh yeah, I guess I I I guess I see what she's saying that like that it just means like a good stranger as opposed to like the deeper thing of like, oh, this is a, yeah. I I guess I, I guess the answer is no, I don't really get pissed about it. I don't yeah, know. Uh, none of the three of us are Jewish, though, so. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. From at that fire princess, what is the best Star Trek parody? I'm partial to Pigs of Space, personally. Oh, that is a good one. Pigs yeah. of Space is very good. Yeah. 
I kind of like Star Truck from the Animaniacs, <laughs> just for the image of a big ass monster truck <laughs> with warp nacelles on it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good. Futurama's I, got a lot of Star Trek in it. That's good. I, the, yeah, I like that. The show. entirety of Galaxy Quest. Sure. Yeah. 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 That might be the winner. Well, let me just go into category uh, Wikipedia parodies of Star Trek. Oh God, that list must be so long. It's not that long, actually. Okay. The best parody of Star Trek is the officially licensed Spock helmet that they made in the '60s. Oh, of, of course, Orville is definitely the best one. Uh, <sighs> I've never, I've never watched the Orville. Uh, the f- only, I have a feeling I wouldn't like it. I, I know that one of the episodes is about like their weird trans narrative. Oh, cool! In how, uh, like, one race of aliens, like if it's like a girl, they. Like, there's a forced transition to a boy for some reason. Uh-huh. And one of them is like, I don't, you know, like, the one on the ship is like, I don't agree with that. And there's this big argument to do, and then the other one is like, you didn't know. I'm transgender also. And he's like, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. Like, but it doesn't work, because, like, that person was forced to be trans. It's dumb, dumb. Fuck you, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. yeah. Wow, turns out Seth MacFarlane's still bad. Uh-huh. Uh, from at TR Seth Queenly, what outlandish non-hat object would y'all choose to wear on your heads? I mean, a pot's pretty good. pot's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be something that fits on your head and won't fall off. Hmm. Uh, let's, let me think. I mean, a pot's gonna protect you from danger above. I mean, if, uh, you could use I it can, as a weapon. You could use it as cooking. Yeah. If I can guarantee that it would not scratch me, one of my cats definitely. Oh yeah, there's a cat like sleeping on your head. That'd be pretty good. I would do. Like it would a never backpack. fall off, and it would always be comfy. Yeah. Like a little backpack. Oh uh, yeah, like uh, looped around your ears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like those umbrella f- hats. Yeah. Just getting practical now. <laughs> right. Just a beer hat. <laughs> um, that, that's basically it for questions. Alright. We are starting to get a slow trickle of Christian memes, which I appreciate. We got some hilarious <laughs> memes, which are... <laughs> we did get a meme uh, that was breaking up with God, Larry's my new savior, which... Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Thank, Th- thank you. <laughs> thank you very much, yes. <laughs> Keep those coming. It's really... Didn't think it through as a podcast feature because there's really no good way to describe a picture someone sends us. Yeah. But I would like it if you kept sending us Christian memes. It's just good for us. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that, those, that was some Datfire Princess. Uh, and then when you pointed out that that's not a Christian meme, that's a hilarious meme... Uh, they edited the cha- uh, chick tract. Most people rejected his message. Larry is a god now. Shut up. <laughs> they hated Jesus because he told them the truth. God. Uh, yeah, but... Yeah, if you have any Christian memes or 
corrections or clarifications or other perspectives on things we talk about on this show, send them all to VeggieTakes at gmail.com. I'm going to double check. I believe no one sent anything to that email yet. Uh, but other than that, uh, Sean, where can people find you online? Well, I'm on Tumblr at chum-personable or on Twitter at chumpersonable. Usually I am at ghoulpersonable now, but that's not going to be for long. Um, you can find my other podcasts I do, um, uh, Metacritic, that's M-E-D-A Critic, where we watch Metabots, which used to be a very good show, and is now a not very good show. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, season three is bad. <laughs> um, and Lupin Lottery, which will be going until the end of time, uh, where we watch Lupin the Third out of order. We are roughly two-thirds of the way through Red Jacket. And we still have most of it to go, like as a whole. Well, yeah, there's that show's been on since like the seventies, hasn't it? Well, it's had different series. Red Jacket, the hundred and fifty-five episodes of Red Jacket make up more than half of the total episodes, and we are at episode ninety-eight. All right, well, that's like a quarter uh, of the way through, then, right? Yeah, I yeah. estimated there's about two hundred ninety-one episodes total. All right, all right, you're getting there. Yeah. Uh, we most recently watched an episode where Lupin fucking a hitman company is trying to make a commercial where they kill Lupin in a Wild West set. That's pretty so good. So that's fun. Um, that's Lupin Lottery, and you can find both of those on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Riley, or I post them early. And that's all right. it. That's all I got. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Teenagers with Attitude, which is about Power Rangers, uh, Let's Place, where we rank every video game ever made, and one day I'll find time to record an episode again, I promise. Uh, and uh, Totally Reprise, which I do with Ashley and uh, the aforementioned friend of us, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> what a normal way to say that sentence I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that one's about Totally Spies, but not for much longer. Yeah, you got like six left, huh? Yeah, if that. It's not many. We, we have five, I think. Is yeah. I need to record my wife, Clover. You, yeah, you gotta do that. Please, uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many of those have you gotten, Ashley? I haven't checked. Okay, great. Uh, where can people find you, Ashley? Uh, you can find me uh, at URL Brand with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find uh, other podcasts I do at AudioEntropy.com, such as uh, it's a podcast after all, which is about theme parks. We just recently did an episode about haunted houses, uh, which is a lot of fun. Spooky. Uh, and you can also find uh, my website, AhinaKeckle.com, where I talk about video games, Yuri, and other stuff. Nice. Uh, and of course, my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Yeah, give Ashley some money. Yeah, give Ashley your money. You get this up, You get this show early if you do. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But, but uh, until next time we meet. Well, I was just going to say real quick, uh, next oh. time is a big deal. Oh, okay. Because we're getting to the, uh, the infamous uh, episode we've been talking about from the beginning with the we're getting to Rackshack and Benny, the Bunny Factory, yeah. the Fiery Furnace, the one everyone seems to remember. Yes. I never saw this one as a the, kid. The one that frankly seems pretty uh, fraught from a lot of different angles. 
Yes. I always knew Mr. This is Mr. Nezra's introduction. I always knew him as the toy store owner from the Christmas movie. Oh yeah, the toy that saved Christmas. That was another one that I saw a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna try and get uh, Maxi on, so we have a Jewish yeah. person talk about you know a story from that you know Christians and Jewish people share that we kind of that we took from them, kinda. I don't know. I don't know the right way to phrase it. I, I know how to phrase it as a Christian, but I don't want to be offensive. It seems like Old Testament is kind of judgy. Yeah, the this show. Old Testament. Right, uh, yeah, oh, that crummy old one. Like, uh, I, don't, but, I don't know the right way to refer to it, though, because I'm not Jewish. Yes. Um, well, until next time, remember that God made you special. We love you very much. Yeah, we love you. Potatoes up and down the produce aisle.